Today is the 11th Sunday after Pentecost. The epistle for today's Mass is taken from St. Paul's first epistle to the Corinthians, chapter 15. Brethren, I make known unto you the gospel which I preached to you, which also you have received, and wherein you stand, by which also you are saved. If you hold fast after what manner I preached unto you, unless you have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you first of all, which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures, and that he was seen by Cephas, and after that by the eleven. Then was he seen by more than five hundred brethren at once, of whom many remain until this present, and some are fallen asleep. After that he was seen by James, then by all the apostles. And last of all he was seen by me, as by one born out of due time. For I am the least of the apostles, who am not worthy to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God I am what I am, and his grace in me hath not been void." And the Holy Gospel is taken from the Gospel of St. Mark, chapter 7. At that time, Jesus, going out of the coast of Tyre, came by Sidon to the Sea of Galilee, in the midst of the coast of Decapolis. And they bring to him one deaf and dumb, and they besought him that he would lay his hand upon him. And taking him from the multitude apart, he put his fingers into his ears, And spitting, he touched his tongue, and looking up to heaven, he groaned and said to him, Epheta, which is, Be thou opened. And immediately his ears were opened, and the string of his tongue was loosed, and he spoke right. And he charged them that they should tell no man. But the more he charged them, so much the more a great deal did they publish it. And so much more did they wonder, saying, He hath done all things well. He hath made both the deaf to hear and the dumb to speak. Thus far are the words of today's Holy Gospel. (coughs) And they bring to him one deaf and dumb, and they besought him that he would lay his hand upon him. Words taken from the Gospel of today's Mass. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. In the 1950s, Life magazine published a rather unique article. This article was written by a former chief of the Russian secret police. And in the article, the author explains his journey from atheistic communism to Christianity. And his story began with an American army chaplain by the name of Father Sampson. You see, during the Korean War, Father Sampson was in Japan on leave to rest from injuries and battle fatigue. And while he was in Japan, Father Sampson met this Russian. And although the priest didn't realize it at the time, his new Russian friend was actually the chief of the Russian secret police in Japan. As they grew to know one one another, 
The Russian communists and the American priest spent quite a bit of time together, but they never brought up the topic of religion. After they had known each other for a week or so, the chaplain told the Russian that he was going to, to visit a Father Dune, who was a young chaplain who had been seriously wounded and was in a nearby hospital. Father Sampson asked his Russian friend if he would like to go along. The communists agreed and accompanied the chaplain to the sickbed of the wounded priest. As soon as the two stepped into the room, it was clear to them that Father Dune was suffering intense pain. He had only just come out of shock and was ghostly pale. Nevertheless, he was kind and cheerful. He greeted his visitors and talked to them with a quiet composure in spite of his pain. Now after Father Sampson's leave was up, he and his communist friend parted ways and they never saw each other again. However, the Christ-like example of the wounded chaplain, Father Dune, his patient suffering, his charity and his meekness had made a lasting impression on this communist. So much so that he left Russia, gave up his communist and atheistic beliefs, and embraced the Catholic faith. And it was through the good example, that Christ-like example of Father Dune, that this sinner was led back to Christ. And how like the gospel is this story? While there are, in fact, many lessons that we can learn from today's gospel, there is one passage in particular which contains an important message for us, a message that is often overlooked, and it, and it is that we must bring, we must lead men back to Christ. The gospel account begins with certain men bringing a deaf and dumb man to our Lord. And although the Gospels don't give any details, they were no, no doubt some members of his family or close friends. They had compassion on the man who was both deaf and dumb from his birth. They must have already tried everything they could to find a cure, but no remedy had been effective. And thus his friends brought him to the only one who could cure him. They led him to Christ to be, to be healed of his condition. And this, my dear friends, this is what we must do. We must also lead others to Christ. We who are children of God and followers of our Lord by the sacrament of baptism. We who are soldiers of Christ by the sacrament of confirmation. We must lead those who are spiritually deaf and dumb to Christ. The Sacred Heart has a burning desire for the salvation of souls. He longs for men to come to him so that he can help them. And yet, especially in our day, there are so many who turn their backs on the Sacred Heart. Our Lord once showed St. Gertrude how much his divine heart desires the conversion of sinners. One day, as St. Gertrude was praying for a certain sinner, our Lord appeared to her 
His arm was painfully bent and distorted, and the muscles appeared to be torn. He said to her, Those who pray for the conversion of unfortunate sinners pour a soothing balm upon my suffering arm, and with a delicate hand bring back little by little the muscles to their proper place. That is what we are to do, to bring back to their proper place the distended and torn muscles of our Lord's arm by bringing back to Christ the wayward members of his church. We are to lead souls to the Sacred Heart and thereby soothe and diminish the anguish of that Sacred Heart. My dear friends, think of the many thousands, even the billions of men, who are leading a wicked life. Perhaps some of these are even among our own family members and friends. Because of their sins, they are on the precipice of disaster. They are on the brink of an eternity of punishment. Yet the Sacred Heart loves them, and he has an infinite desire to save each one of them. But if these sinners are not converted, they will be condemned. And so we must come to the rescue. We must lead them to Christ and win the grace of conversion for them. And it was the good example of that wounded priest in Japan which brought back an atheistic communist to Christ. The Russian chief of the secret police hated Christianity. He was a sworn enemy of Christ and of the church. And yet the patient suffering of Father Dune won his soul for our Lord. And so too our good example will win souls for Christ. Our good example in practicing virtue and avoiding sin in being patient when things don't go our way, and being cheerful in sufferings and adversity. We are a good example to others by staying away from the impurity of the world, by obeying the commandments and avoiding the occasions of sin. And you know, others will really notice our conduct. They will see the way that we act, and this is what will catch their attention that we do not act as the rest of the world does. People should be able to look at us, look at each one of us, and see what he does and say, that is what a Catholic would do. That is how a true Catholic would act. That is what our Lord himself would have done. And so let us show this Christ-like example and lead others to him. And if we do, we will be rewarded for our efforts. We will be rewarded not only in this life, but in eternity, together with those who have saved their souls through our good example. Like the suffering yet cheerful Father Dune, let our conduct and our actions reflect Christ so that we may lead many souls to him by our example. And finally, let us pray to the Mother of God, who was herself the perfect model of every virtue of her divine Son. 
Let us pray to her to give us the graces that we need to grow in virtue so that we may become more and more like Christ each day. May God bless you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.